welcome to another episode of Game Till Five. My name is Steph, and I'm looking at my co-host directly into the eyes. <laughs> Her name is Nikki. It's weird. I'm not used to this. No. I'm looking into your human face. <laughs> did, did you think I'd morphed into a blob, man? <laughs> Probably. It's just it's just different. So for this episode, we're recording in person. It's bizarre. We're yeah. not used to it, but we're going to try. And we're going to endeavour to get through it. <laughs> so what we're going to do? I'm not very good with eye contact, so it's going to be fun. I'm just going to stare. I'm going to find a point in this room <laughs> and fix on it forever. And I'm not going to stop staring at it. That's the point I'm going to stare at. Pretend so it's me. you look at me, I'll just be like dead, dead staring. That no pot of flowers, time. that's me. Okay. <laughs> Probably smells better than me. Anyway. They're fake. <laughs> oh, still. Still stands. Yeah. <laughs> um... So welcome back to us talking about video game stuff once again. Uh, we have an episode about our top five couples this evening. But before that, I'm sure that we have some Nikki's news. We do. It's Nikki's news tab. Amazing. It's, it's weird to hear you say Nikki's news time and then be sat next to you. But anyway. It's going to be a running theme. <laughs> More importantly... We have one piece of very important news, which is our Patreon is finally up and running, um, which is pretty, yeah. pretty freaking exciting. Um, so check it out. So it's patreon.com forward slash game till five and, and uh, get some stuff. Right. So we're going to be putting more stuff in the future. But if anyone is interested as well, our first episode that we have released is just a talky episode. We talk about our um, how we got into video games and kind of growing up as female gamers and things like that. Um, so if you're interested, then then go check it out. Um, and leading on to that, actually, because we are doing shout outs now for our Patreon, whoever has subscribed to us, um, we're going to do that. So our first shout outs we want to give to Commander Nikki, who has subscribed. Thank you very much. Whoop, whoop. You are awesome. You also made a dance to our intro, which is incredible. It's still our favorite thing. Yeah. So thank you for that. And also Dan Ghost Stories, which is, of course, Dan from Real Love Ghost Story Podcast, who did join us in October for like a Halloween special. Whoop, whoop. So thank you, Dan. Um, and yeah, just thank you for generally just supporting us. It's really yeah, nice. We didn't expect to get anything. So um, thank you very much. Yeah. We are blown away. We love it. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, that's that's pretty much all of our news. Um, so we can... Short one today. Yeah. We, mm. haven't, we haven't got much. Not much is going on in my life to tell you all about. So yeah. <laughs> Nikki's news is pretty. The got to five guys broke you a little bit, didn't they? They did last, last time. I'm tired. <laughs> I've <laughs> been worn down. It's taken me a while to get over that, uh, but I hope you all have enjoyed it. But um, the bullying of Nikki was strong. It was. It was. I had a lot of wine, and by the end of it, I slept for about a week. So I woke up today, and I'm ready. Paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Right. Our episode today is a Valentine's special, which we've never done before. No, I was trying to think if we've ever touched upon romances other than in the times that I forced us to talk about alien sex. No, I mm. think we've discussed people that we like from video games that we, you know, have crushes on, but we never discussed like actual... <laughs> actual. Sorry, it's just the way you're talking about like that we have crushes on. I'm just like, I can imagine us sitting there. I say imagine us. I have full memories of us sitting here being like, <laughs> isn't he dreamy? Especially in villains. Oh, our top five villains. villains. I know. It was just so many. That was my basically men I'd like to date. I say that. I can't remember who I mentioned. So I'm going to take that back because I feel like that could be I weird. I really hope you mentioned someone. I can't remember who you Someone old and weird. Um, something wrong with old. No. Silver foxes oh. out there. Old aliens is, you is know for you. Who you are. <laughs> so yeah. But also, sorry, I'm taking over the episode today. You go for it. I'm busy drinking wine for the first time in a while. <laughs> we are going to do a short form episode, which means... Da, da, da. Steph has prepared 
a special quiz, which means we get my fun music quiz drop. Do you remember it? To be honest, I don't, but I'm excited to Here it comes. relive it. Game Till Fives Special Music Quiz the best thing i've ever made it's beautiful it, it is really i'm sorry that i ever shit on it yeah you should be one day i'm gonna recreate it with a like harem of recorders at your door oh my god please do just one day i just exit my house and it's just like this just line ensemble. of just... <laughs> ensemble <laughs> oh that would be shocking um but yeah so the special music quiz uh for those of you who don't know it because we change our episodes up a little bit sometimes and we do short forms which means that i get three picks but nikki also gets three picks so whoever gets their one spot has to battle out through some form of quiz today i have designed the quiz and it is a music sound quiz again because <laughs> for some reason that's my jam um so nikki um nikki you have to get at least three right at least three at least three right to win is our five out of five okay uh viewers you can play along at home it's good fun um viewers there's no viewers <laughs> this is you never know this is an audio medium someone um, at the window people <laughs> oh god the we're like closed, three stories so. up i hope not well people these days you don't know what they can ladders do. ladders are a thing <laughs> um right anyway first sound of the quiz Ooh. nikki get ready what is this noise i think i've started you off easy that's the chest noise in Stardew valley it is the That's a great noise. Good job. Yeah. But really I'm, I'm actually like... really scared. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not life or death. It's... I want to win, but I just think it's going to be tricky. But yeah. yeah I, haven't, I don't think I've made it particularly easy. Okay. Um, sound number two. Oh, what fuck. is that sound from? I know it's from like Mario. It's from... Mario Kart. Extra point if you can tell me what Mario Kart one it was. Well, if I get an extra point, then I win. Well, then you don't get an extra point. No, I don't know what it is. I can get one point for that, Mario Kart, but I don't know what it is. It's the start bit of the race on the Wii. It's easy. Why don't I get that? It's fine. I've got two, so I just need one. We make our quizzes too easy, by the way. I don't know if you've noticed this. I thought this would be quite difficult, to be fair. I'm Um, an expert. Don't doubt me. Well, fine. Here is sound number... Uh, three. I know what that is. I fucking won it. It's Discworld. It's the opening to to Discworld. It's not quite the opening. I could be really picky and tell me, get you to tell me what it is. It's it's like the map view of Ankh-Morpork when you're looking over the city view. It's like the unseen university, but I can give it to you. Well, you're still looking over the thing. <laughs> but I've got three, right? Yeah. Well, let's do. I can't believe this. You basically picked games that I play. Well, yeah, because I was like, I know you'd throw a hissy fit if I picked ones you hadn't played. Well, yeah, and that I'm a fucking genius, but I want to hear the other ones. All right. Here's here's number four. Okay. Play again. That's like the PlayStation notification noise. It is PlayStation. I'm fucking great. I've made this so easy. Yeah, you have. You did it last time as well. What's this one? Oh, that's the same one. What's this one? See, I don't know what that is. 
Damn it. You got one that I didn't know. One you didn't know. And I that? know you've played this game. What is it? It's the duck hunt fail noise. Oh, so yeah. That would, that would have been hunt. going back like a long time. That's that's a good one. That's difficult. But I felt the same with my quiz for you in the last one. I felt like I made it too easy. I need to, we need to step up our game. For Clearly. Next yeah. That's well, fine. disappointing time for me, which means I don't get to talk about my number one. Okay. But you do. Okay. We'll never know what my one was. Oh, I'll you put can, it in you can tell us. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell us. But that's it. Yeah. No more. Um, so because we've now reached the end of the special music quiz, which is very brief today, um, there's only one more drop to play, and that's our favourite dance yes. dance sound. What are you buying? How about a game of lucky hit? And that is the end of that. What does this mean? I mean, is it my turn? I think I went first. It think, was difficult to tell last I week. think I forced you to go first because I was having a breakdown. Yeah, it's fair. You, you suffered a lot of abuse. That's fine. I can go. I can go. So my number three is one that maybe not everyone would necessarily agree with. Apparently the internet doesn't agree with it. I didn't find internet anyone. Internet doesn't agree with you. No. Hmm. Which is Joker and Edie from Mass Effect. Okay. They are the that best couple. It's a very cute couple. And yes. I'm with you all the way. I loved them yeah. as a couple. It was one that I thought of and I was like, do you know what? They are just too good for this world. Um, but I will give Precious. a backstory to anyone that doesn't know who they are. Um, so they're from the Mass Effect universe. I want to say namely... Oh, all of them, really. They're in all of them, yeah. So, yeah, it's, well... One, I two, and three. Edie comes in number two. Um, but, yeah, so basically Flight Lieutenant Jeff Joker Moru. Moreau? Moreau, that's it. Um, he's the pilot of the Normandy. He's voiced by Seth Green. Yep. Yeah, making sure that was correct. Um, he is a cool character in himself anyway. He basically flies a ship, doesn't move much because he does have a moderate to severe case of Rollick syndrome, which basically causes extreme brittleness in the bones which he was born with and so he doesn't sort of walk much i think he's in you know somewhat pain he's pretty much always at the chair yeah he's always in the in the front of the ship and he's very protective over his ship as well yes. which um is a weird sort of thing when you think about them as a couple because she basically um is an enhanced defense intelligence or otherwise ed who is an ai created by kind of the evil guys in mass effect cerberus and she's installed aboard the normandy sr2 so she basically was installed by a bit of a bit of a villain, I guess. Yeah, because I guess Cerberus spoilers for those who don't know isn't a great comp- corporation no. to be a part of. And... They're not the worst. They're not like the main bad guys of the thing, but they're not the best. No, and I think they're a typical bad guy where you kind of relate to them mm. quite well. Like, yeah, you understand their motives and you kind of get where they're going. You probably don't get about it the best way, but you kind of yeah. you're with them a little bit. So. Obviously, Joker has to then fly this ship, which has this suddenly this artificial intelligence on board, which kind of he doesn't really like. I think he resents her a lot at first because she is initially she is just a voice. She's literally just a robot that controls the ship. Yeah. And they kind of have a bit of a war at first where like I know that he like does things like he like greases the cameras and she like spins his seat loads against his will. Like it's quite funny. Mm. They clearly don't like each other. He gets pissed off at her, which I enjoyed. Um, so he has, he definitely has like a bit of a hostility towards her, but then they eventually, he kind of grows respect for her. Mm. Um, basically at the point where the ship gets disabled 
and I think everyone's like on shore leave or they're off doing something. Someone attacks a ship. So Joker and Edie are kind of left in the ship to fend for themselves. So Joker allows Edie to take over the whole ship um, to be able to save them, basically. And from from that point onwards, you can tell that Joker Joker's relationship with Edie gets better. He starts referring to her or she rather than it because he just called it it before yeah that's good i guess it's a little bit playgroundy like yeah, it until is. he realizes that yeah it's like a intelligent thing he's yeah. like oh stupid machiney thing and then like you yeah. said she he can't i mean anyone that's not played this game is probably currently thinking you're talking about a fucking robot human love what what get to the point which i, mean, I will try and do because <laughs> yeah, right now it seems weird I mean, that's exactly what you're talking about. It is a robot yes, I know, love. But it gets a bit less weird in a minute. I guess because in your head, you're picturing what Edie looks like when you first get her. And she's literally like yes. a ball of light because she's installed into the ship. Yeah. So basically what happens is they, they kind of get this. I think I don't know if it's a Cerberus. It's some kind of evil uh, robot looking woman that they get and they hack mm. into. Well, Edie hacks into it because she sees this kind of it's like an assassin droid that has boobs and looks for feminine. some reason looks feminine and she's sexy yeah and so Edie's like mm, I want that I want to be sexy so she As you would. she like basically takes a hold of it and everyone at first is kind of like oh my god what is happening she's gone insane she's gonna kill us all but she um she just takes it and then you can kind of see Joker's face like oh god <laughs> I'm so conflicted I'm so attracted right to this robot right now to be fair if you had the ability to just like put yourself into a sexy body mm, you would you would yeah i would and yeah and so she does that sexy and robot. at that point you basically get to watch their relationship change you can tell the joker starts looking more attracted to sexy robot ed um <laughs> they go to like bars and stuff and he like comments on it and and at that point i think you have the opportunity to kind of encourage it or not encourage it i don't know why mm. you wouldn't encourage it because i mean you might be against that kind of thing human mm, robot relationships, robot relationships <laughs> might not be your jam I don't know why you should let all love reign. Yeah, I think I think the reason why I loved it was because Joker to me is someone who's just really precious and I love him like a little brother. And so, you know, and you worry about him. And when you start developing feelings for something or someone, if it's a robot, you're like, you know what? If you're happy, then you're happy. Yeah. Like, it's fine. What do you do? Yeah. But there is points where Joker sort of mulls over it and, and isn't quite sure. Mm. But... You know, Edie's like really up for it. She's like, I want, I want this sexy, sexy human man. Um, And yeah, and that's it really. And I think ginger feeble man. (laughs) I think (laughs) I get much (laughs) sorrow there. There's a there's a point. I think like in one of the end versions of the game, I got a robot one because I'm pretty sure in my end version of the game, everyone died. Spoilers. It's not really spoilers. You can you can save everyone if you want, but yeah, you can do what you want. Choice game. I'm pretty sure when I did that, there wasn't a good option, so everyone fucking died. But oh. I'm pretty sure there's an option where everyone kind of goes to Earth and you see them two together, and you're like, yeah. I mean, it's Mass Effect. It's in the future. There's aliens. Why can't there be sexy robot aliens dating sexy men? Wait, I didn't call him sexy. He's not that sexy. I mean, he's. <laughs> We're not going to debate that. Um, yes, no, I do. I really like these guys, and it's nice. I always think in video games when you get attached to characters that you literally don't really play as. They're essentially just two NPCs. I like it. Like, yeah. can you take? I think eventually you can take Edie when she goes into her body into your crew, right, and take her on missions. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, sure she, that's yeah. a thing you can do. I but I don't think that. Um, before until that point she's basically just your ship computer mm. and he's just your pilot like he doesn't go yeah. anywhere with you he, you might see him a couple of times on shore leave but even then mostly he's on the ship 
so it's nice that you still develop the sense of like these two characters and it's like... nice that they have each other because that's it like otherwise if Edie wasn't there Jake would be on on his own running mm. the ship sat there just chilling where everyone was come back like crying um making love to the ship well that apparently that's what he was doing we didn't know but really he was putting his bits where he shouldn't have been um and then when Edie got her body he was like well this is fine no yeah now it's <laughs> slightly okay because the the ship looks like a but, woman so yeah. wait so if the ship looks like a woman's body and you put your penis into it is that okay wait what so we were talking about him doing the ship right yeah like People who get really attached to their cars mm-hmm. and like to have sex with their cars. Oh. If their car is then shaped into a, into a human form, male or female, does yeah. this then make it okay? I think either time is okay. Like, if you want to have sex with your car, like, go for it. Like, there's nothing really stopping you. But maybe don't do it in public. <laughs> maybe not on your front And door. don't injure yourself. Don't do it oh, when the yeah. engine's on because you could burn it off. Yeah. And, Yeah. But she she's more of an extension of the ship. So she like she controls the ship still, but she has her like full on form. So she can almost do less and more in her new body. But she's more of an anthropomorphic human now. Yeah. Which is better because she goes to the Citadel party in the DLC. This is true. Um she I remember she buys everyone presents, it's really adorable. Like she just she becomes more of a person. I think that is the point where Joker kind of goes, you know what? She's basically like a synthetic robot. Yeah. I think um, the two characters are likable separately mm. as well. Like you can kind of see them grow yeah. like, from. Well, that's Joker's it. really grumpy, like in the first Mass Effect, mm. and he kind of becomes less grumpy or funny grumpy, if that makes yeah. sense. And Edie becomes this very machine-like thing to a very more human thing. So I think it's nice mm. that you do get those two, yeah, growing together, and then it's. I think it's the being yeah. able to observe it because what I found from researching mm. this is that you don't tend to get many couples that aren't the main protagonist getting off yeah exactly most of them are the main like you are the main getting off with someone or but to sort of observe the relationship ongoing i think is really like different yeah quite unique that's true actually you don't really see mm. like if you run into people who are part of your kind of npc essentially is what they tend to be and then they're already a couple yeah you know what i mean or they're just never going to be a diff- like yeah. They're never going to develop. But to into watch that sense. it happen, I was like, "This yeah. is this is good. I like this. That is really good. More I, of this." I not thought of that one because I think I just stayed away from Mass Effect because I didn't want to mention like Shepard and yeah. relationships because that's not really Shepard a- and fucking everyone. Shepard and everyone. She could fuck every. Well, he, she, he, or she, she could fuck whoever everyone. you decide to play as. But yeah, it and that was a player choice. That wasn't a relationship yeah. that they'd really written. I guess exactly. So yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah. I like it. I don't have any facts because I just couldn't really find it. This is a bit of a difficult one to get facts on because I wanted to kind Very of get couple specific yeah. ones and, and there wasn't really apart from just some funny things that happened but I thought well do you know what you can play it. You can play it and find these funny things and observe the adorable romance that happens between man and robot and yeah. Yeah I like it. That's it. That's, that's my thing. That's a good one. Yeah that's a really good one. I like that one. Um, So to couple that one. Hmm. To couple that one. My one is um, the Prince and Elika from Prince of Persia, the 2008 version. What one was that? So this was literally just called Prince of Persia. And it was came out mm. on... I had it on Xbox 360, I think, at the time. I think it came out on PlayStation 3 as well. Um, it was by Ubisoft. And it was kind of a standalone title. I don't think... They planned to follow up um with a sequel but i think they then made like almost a prequel in between sounds of time and something else afterwards and i don't think they've really touched the series very much since then um because i think it's ubisoft they got distracted by like assassin's creed and shit um and whatever else they're making but 
it um these two it's like one of the only Prince of Persia games I've played in like 3D. I've played like some of the older 2D ones, um, but this is like the first 3D one I played and it was really pretty. But their relationship was really cool. Um she essentially was um kind of the really useful she was a lot of the mechanics so she was kind of the relationship of the two the characters that they were were very i guess stereotypical he's a very like typical male like overly arrogant leader you know like just in video games you just have that like Mm. main kind of thing or in uh like other media and then you have like a woman who's a little bit smarter than them and like a little bit more powerful um and they just they vibe in a good way but it's quite like I guess generic but the thing i like about them as a as a kind of team together is that during even in gameplay you use her as like your helpful person i should have really mentioned her in the companions episode because she's one of the most useful companions you ever get she like if you like miss a jump she like grabs you and throws you back onto the thing oh, so wow. instead of like a death animation you just get her saving you all the time like i think really the game should be about her because she's doing all the fucking work yeah exactly she like (laughs) guides you if you get lost i think she makes a path um i think she does like you she helps you with platforming so she like double jumps you and things like this um she's just great she's always just around she's there to teach you the story um of a world which you would not know she looks pretty cool uh if you've ever seen a picture of her um the general art in the game is quite cool but she looks quite cool um but yeah, I just really liked her. But the main thing I liked about these guys' this story is that it does kind of span the whole game. Um, and you, the player, kind of fall in love with her because she's helping you so much, I think. And because she's quite likable. You kind of forget that you're playing as a prince um, and you just kind of like run around. Um, so I've got the fun story, which I figured I would go over because mm. the story is worth telling and it kind well, of explains why she's a yeah. good couple. I've only played Sands of Time and I was just trying to think if there was a woman in that and I really don't remember. But I definitely haven't played this one because I think I'd remember mm. remember that. Yeah, I think you, I think you would for sure. Um, so the main story is you're, you start out um, by, I think you're in the desert in a sandstorm and you're looking for a donkey. And then you randomly bump into her and she's a princess and she's being chased by two guards and you kind of save her. And typical thing of you, know, you get talking, and then you, um, I think you guys basically just embark on your journey, and she teaches you about the fact that her land is really corrupted, and there's lots of bad stuff happening. So you kind of team up and decide that you're going to help her because you're a fun guy and you like to do these kind of things, and you like the side of that sweet lady, and you're going to help her. Um, so you, you know, general gameplay ensues, and you go around. This is really spoiler filled, by the way, so I will end this game for you if you would like um <laughs> you tell me go for too. it go but for um it. so essentially yeah you do all of this stuff and one of the nice things is you can sit and talk to her and, and things during your your time but she can be a little bit cagey around certain elements and she won't fully tell you some of the story which turns out that she died before you got there wait what <laughs> what she does what the fuck lady's dead are you imagining a corpse no so what happens is her father the king um tries to bring her back and he makes a deal with the main bad guy in the thing that he can have his soul and he can come back if he revives his daughter so daughter is revived but she is then the reason that'd be a weird sick game if it wasn't yeah no she she come alive again and um what happens it's basically it kind of explains why the corruption which is the main thing that you're kind of trying to rid the lands of 
why that's there because she causes it by her death or her dad causes it by trying to bring her back every time i've got i'm sorry more is coming (laughs) just warning you so that happens and you realize this and then eventually you get to the end of the game and you're there to seal away the evil guy that brought her back but took over the lands instead as well and you realize the only way to seal him away is that she has to give her life back to seal Ah. him up so the game ends kind of with her dying and again yeah again (laughs) poor woman i know right jesus however You pick her up, you take her outside. The credits start rolling during this part of this game. This is sad. Suddenly, halfway through the credits, they just stop. And you could turn the game off and never come back to it at this point. However, the game kind of stops and kind of shows you the trees, which are like the things you've tried to revive, essentially, and the reason for it. And you as the prince go, no, fuck this. She's not dying. You go round and undo all of the work that you just did to revive these trees. The entire game. The entire game. And kill all the trees, chop them all down again. Fuck the trees. And then you go back, (laughs) you kill, you basically undo the seal that she created, keeping the bad guy in. Bring her back again. This lady hasn't been done twice. (laughs) We're brought back twice. Get brought back again. To which she kind of wakes up in a day. What the fuck, really man? Weak, says, <laughs> I did all this shit for nothing. Says, why to you? You just pick her up, walk off into the sunset while behind you, the evil guy has just been released again and is like shitting stuff up <laughs> in the background. That's it. That's the end of this game. It shows you how much he loves her that he's like, fuck this. I've done all of this work. We've saved this land. So I don't care. I love you more. I'm going to bring you back. I just want to see like the pitch room where the person who did like the story of this game was just like, right, so we're going to do all this stuff in the game. We're going to call these fucking trees and do all this stuff that the player's going to take ages fucking doing. And then we're going to do it all at the end. <laughs> and I'd just be like, no. <laughs> Fuck no. Yeah. I mean, it's... But you do, as a weirdly, as a player, you do want to go yeah. and re- get well, revive the thing her that you would you normally expect to happen. But I mean, that's love. So yeah, fair enough. I get it. <laughs> and I think you, as a as a player, have grown to love her as the prince has mm. supposedly done and yeah. that's kind of it i think that's the kind of nice thing about the fact that they're a couple is that you but kind of become the weird couple with them because you're like yeah sure i'll do all of the stuff that i've spent 20 hours like doing to save this person that's basically saved me like thousands of times like it's great it's a very good game um i've now ruined it for everybody oh it's but fine i been... wasn't gonna play it so but yeah, i'm glad i now know game but um yeah if you ever feel like playing it that's that game um, I don't know if I have any facts about it. Well, they sound like a lovely couple. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I would go on and did a date with them. <laughs> They've got some stories. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, it's over, but at least they're, you know, together. Yeah. That was one thing I did read, though, when I was Googling this game, again, trying to refresh my memory. And apparently there's an epilogue that you could buy as a DLC. I didn't know this. And um, that basically, like, shows her being really pissed at you oh, fuck and like undoes all the weight of it which i was really annoyed about because she basically like leaves him and she's like why would you do this and he's like well because i love you and i wanted to bring you back so that <sighs> kind of ruins it but um the actual storyline if you stop there is great mm-hmm. okay, um, good. my one fact that i managed to find was that the prince in this game is not actually a prince it, like you never find out if he's a prince of anywhere he's just always referred to as like the thief the vagabond okay he's just a guy the tomb raider <laughs> he's just a guy he just yeah. happens to be similar to all the other princes of and persia i always feel like whenever i think of prince of persia i now just envision jake gyllenhaal i know right? i can't not envision anyone that's else that's all i picture yeah 
I mean, I'm all right with it. I'm okay with it, but it is confusing. Quite like me some Jake before. Yeah. But no, that's that's a good couple. That's a devoted couple. I wouldn't say it's healthy, but it's good. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying this is a healthy <laughs> couple. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, this mine, was mine wasn't that healthy either. Mine is a, you know, a man in love with a machine. So whether that's healthy or not is up to your this discretion. Is, this is true. <laughs> Cheryl, we didn't say these were healthy couples. Share your relationships. Do you love your car? Do you love yeah. your dead women? I mean, I don't want to know about she's that. not dead. This is what you really got me at, is you just said, by the way, she's dead. So I envisioned maybe this prince <laughs> having issues where he didn't realise that she was dead and he was just fucking taking her around with him and then suddenly find out that she's dead. She's just a, a corpse. corpse. That's what I thought. And I was very disturbed for a moment there. But I'm glad that it wasn't, but you <laughs> worded it confusingly. I'm sorry. Have you seen the film Swiss Army Man? Uh, no, but I need to because I know it's fucked up. I mean, that's about a corpse being yeah. taken around. It's hilarious and fantastic. I would have been um, surprised if Prince of Persia got there first. It's to that, be honest. That's what Prince of Persia was. Just <laughs> but she was alive. Doing to terrible an things to a corpse. He wasn't a necrophiliac, as far as we're aware. Steph is pouring her wine. I don't know why I did it like below table, <laughs> just so the sound was. This is what happens when we film in person. I can now give narration on what you're doing. <laughs> I ran out of wine. Oh, the guy Nino will why, but I don't know. <laughs> anyway, what is your number? Wait, what number are we on? Well, we're on three? number two because that, no, because I gave my number three. That was your number three. I give my number two. You give your number two. And then I give my number one. Okay. <laughs> Do you need any help, more help with understanding how the podcast works? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's had a lot of wine, everyone. It's fine. Everything's fine. So... My number two is Nathan and Elena from Uncharted. I thought you might pick yes. these guys. You I'm have... glad you did because I don't really have much knowledge of them. So I was yes. hoping you could Well, I'm not going to spoil it too much because obviously their romance is kind of a part of the game. But I will tell you a bit about them. So Nathan Drake is the protagonist of the Uncharted games. He is, as I've said before, a charismatic kind of rebellious treasure hunter. Um, I enjoy him quite a lot. And Elena Fisher, she's like an American former journalist and sort of TV personality and foreign correspondent who appears pretty much in every game. Actually, no, she is, she is definitely in every game. Mm. Um, I wanted to give a bit of a backstory to how they met to kind of give some context to them. So she, the game kind of starts off the first one as she's filming him um, discover Sir Francis Drake's coffin um, and their boat basically gets attacked by pirates and who they've basically been tracking Nathan and they get rescued by Sully, who is fantastic. And basically they, they try and escape. They do escape, but Elena wants to sort of continue filming and Sully's like, no, it's too dangerous. And he kind of shits on Elena coming. He doesn't really like it. And Nathan's like, yeah, okay. She, she doesn't have to come, but she basically finds them because they pretty much abandon her. They just, they kind of ditch oh. her. She's like on the phone on this pier. Uh, and she thinks she's going with them and then they just, they just fuck off. That's a bit mean, but she chases them. She catches up with them and they're in trouble as they normally are. She kind of joins in on it and they have a quite an on off relationship. They're not together like immediately in that game, but sort of towards every end of the game, you kind of see them having a bit of a snog Mm. basically, but it's always kind of like, it's never confirmed that they're really properly dating. Um, and Nathan is a bit of a dirty dog. I was going to say, it's a bit like James Bond, where he's just always... A bit. It ends with him in a bed with the woman, but you never see that woman after that. Yeah, area. but Elena's like... She's like the consistent one, which she you're like, you want, you want Nate to be with Elena, really. So, um, basically, you can kind of tell that Nathan has a fear of commitment. And that, that becomes quite obvious, I think. And in sort of the last game... 
actually no we're skipping ahead in the third game it gets confusing because there's quite a few games mm. we know that they're married so that is a bit of a spoiler but oh, it's okay. not it's not too bad they, no. they do marry they but then they together. split up what? Oh, yeah man. i know right that's sad i know so oh, this his... this isn't top <laughs> divorced couples no i'm getting to it I'm sorry so I think it was basically, again, his commitment thing and the fact that he wanted adventure so much has put like a real strain on it. And so they they, they become restrained. They don't divorce, oh. but they're restrained. And okay. she keeps her wedding ring and everything. And you can kind of tell that Nathan still loves her. Mm. And and so now skip forward cool. to the most recent game. And I don't want to spoil it too much, but they are back together. Okay. Yeah. And you can tell that they're both trying to kind of live their lives normally without all this adventure stuff going on, because that's what they do. They basically treasure hunters. So Elena's trying to get him to kind of be on the straight and narrow, and he's he's trying to yeah. do it, but you can tell he's not happy, oh. um, which is sad. But he basically kind of goes off to do some stuff that he shouldn't be doing. Oh. <laughs> and there's a moment I remember where she comes in after finding out, because he basically, like, he kind of lies and says that he's not doing the stuff that he's doing. Yeah. But clearly he's off on his adventures um and honestly it's one of the most heartbreaking scenes like having her emotions kind of flood out yeah and actually you see the dynamics of their relationship and it's so like raw and i enjoyed that not in a way that i wanted them to be in pain but i was like this is good game like this yeah, is a good it's game it's not often you see this side yeah. of realness in games to be fair um they do you know they they do make up spoiler a little bit but you know and, and everything is okay and i'm not i don't want to spoil the end of the entire series because it's quite a lot of I feel like when I got to the end of it, I was like, this is a real fan service. This is amazing. I love what they've done here. It's, you know, so, you know, I'm not, I don't want to, don't want to spoil it with their kind of ending, but it is nice. And, and I think one of the reasons why I picked them is because I think they have a very real relationship yeah. as opposed to kind of like a fantasy made up relationship where you're like oh it's all flowers and daisies all the time like you can tell that they they really do love each other but they do undergo like a lot of obstacles mm. to kind of get where they are in the end and and I think as well like you can tell that she really does love him despite the fact that she wants to fucking strangle him a lot yeah <laughs> um but I think that's that's true of some yeah. couples like that's just how they you know that's their dynamic and that's yeah. how they work and you can tell like for all of their sort of struggles like they do kind of get through it in the end and, and yeah. it is all okay in the end. And she's cool as well because she gives them a lot of banter. Like they, I think she was intended to kind of be like the female Nathan Drake. She's mm. not, but she, she is quite funny and you can tell that she knows him very well and that she kind of wants to do better for him. Yeah. Um, like wants more for him. So on that note, I did find a lot of articles online that were basically like Nathan and Elena are the worst couple ever, <laughs> the worst video game couple ever known. Um, because they basically said that they're like on and off relationship recycling, which is, I guess, when you're like on and off. Just keep, yeah, going yeah. back and forth. But as I said, I think it is more true to life. And, you know, life isn't just a straight line of just, we met, we got married, that's it. Um, yeah, that's just some people's relationships. And obviously they, they're they meant to be. Like they are meant to be for each other. It's just sometimes things got a bit shit. But I think through the hard times, you could tell that they are you know they want to be together and, and yeah. they made it happen i think that is literally why it's just because i think it just shows a really real relationship yeah rather than showing not rather than showing like a very storytell relationship mm. but i think that's kind of what the norm used to be and i like that mm. everyone's kind of branching out into these slightly yeah. different and i like the fact that, like that 
some of the games they were broken up but it was still like such a touchy subject for Nathan yeah you could tell that he was still not over it. and when they bump into each other you'd be like oh this is awkward but it was nice because it was like this yeah. isn't it's just not life isn't like that yeah and there's like a continuation of story as well it's not like oh we got married in the first end of the first game mm. and then we've just forgotten about this wife yeah. that i have at home it's this like yeah. actual relationship that you said at the, end of the, yeah. through the time of what you're doing at the end of the day like nathan has a difficult lifestyle like anyone would struggle to deal with that even if you are like she is good in the field like she she's you know unrealistically great like all people in video games are when it comes to like adventuring she can climb unrealistic mountains she's she can do it she can be there with him doing all that stuff but in yeah. reality it's not really going to be great for a relationship no if someone's not um, there all the time yeah so i just i just think it's nice and i'm not yeah. saying they ended up in a happy relationship maybe they do maybe they don't i'm probably saying that they do because those would be in this list but I don't want to spoil it because it's really good. I mean, yeah, it's just the fact I think that you have a bit more of a journey, even yeah. knowing that they end up and that's mm. happy. Like that's yeah. still cool, like because you, you still want to see what they're like uh, yeah. more as a couple, rather than being like, oh, okay, this is just yeah, the character exactly. that you get to. And it's nice because it's that thing of wanting them to be together. It's like you know when you're really egging on or you're like really shipping someone, you're like, I want these people to be together. Yeah. They're a great couple, like, and so you're hoping for it. So when it happens, you're like, yes, this is amazing. Yeah, it's um, true. I love I, that feeling. Yeah. I've, been, I've been reading a lot of webtoons on my phone recently that I had to introduce you to <laughs> and I've been shipping everybody. Um, so I appreciate that quite well. Yeah. yeah. So that's basically what it is. Um, I don't have any facts. The only fact I had about Elena was there's a really unrelevant fact, which was that she was originally meant to be a brunette, but they made her a blonde yeah. with a more severe chin. Wow. And I put that in because I liked the idea of a severe chin. What does that mean? Something I don't know about. <laughs> but a severe like oh that chin's severe. very severe yeah, <laughs> like, like what's it gonna do stab you <laughs> as you're walking down the street and that's literally yeah. i only put that fact yeah. in just because i found that sentence funny i mean and i wanted to talk about it description of a chin <laughs> yeah severe. yeah i'm gonna try and find someone tomorrow like wandering around london to see if i can find someone who i go that's a severe chin mm. and i would take a picture of it i'm gonna send it to you and then i'd be like nick i found one I would describe this as quite severe. <laughs> so that's my number two. That's and two. Nathan and Elena are the best. I like it. It's a game that um, I have still not really gotten around to playing, as we've spoken about before. But they released the all three of them on PlayStation Plus recently. Yes, which I'm going to play. Yes, and get into it because I I know I like it. It's it's like if you like Tomb Raider, Raider, then you'll like yeah. Uncharted. I think that's the main I think thing. I've and watched... there's a lot of drama Ooh. and good voice acting. So yeah. I'm here for it. Good. I'm here for it. I don't mind looking at the thing. Because my... Number uh, two? My number two uh, is a game... I don't... Again, I don't know if you've played this one. Um, so probably not. It's from Undertale. No. Okay. It's uh, Undying and... Uh, I don't know how to say it. Alfie's? Alfie's? Alf. Alfie's. I think it's Close Alfie's. Um, they... Um, Undertale is a fun game. It's like a weird pixelated kind of game that looks a bit strange, but it's full of, um, I don't know, depth and meta stuff and commentary and also a lot of skeleton puns and weird kind of funny in-jokes in itself. But a lot of the game is about you talking to monsters because essentially the game is about you as a human fall down into the world of monsters. And that's kind of where you start. And you're just this little human and your presence. And you go around and you talk to... A lot of it is just talking to people. Um, and a couple of the people that you talk to are these two, Undyne and Alfie's. And they 
at the start of it, Diana's trying to kill you because she hates humans. So you don't get a great impression of her. Um, and you only see this relationship properly come to a fruition if you play the pacifist route. So to explain a little bit, the game, you can either play it where you murder everyone you see and you can fight, but you can also talk to to everybody or do stuff for everybody you don't have to fight everybody and that's like a true pacifist route and you don't kill anybody other than I think one person you have to and you can play the entire game that way you can play also a middle game where you get a really neutral route so maybe mm. you murdered a couple of people but you saved other people which is the first one that I've got through which I think is the most natural route and then I went back and played it you as just a... couldn't help yourself I had to I know murder well, on the brain I know it's more because sometimes it's really difficult and you have to work out how not to murder someone because they're trying to attack you right and the yeah. system's really run old away? and weird you can't run away oh. from some things this was things so it was like main boss people that you it's like difficult to work out what to do but so I went back and I replayed it in the two pacifists and this is how I encountered these two. Basically, you become friends with the person trying to kill you. She's a crazy weird fish lady and she's um, leader of the royal guard. And also you become friends with um, Alfie's and she is, this is a LGBTQ plus couple as well, which is quite cool. Nice. Um, and she is the royal scientist and she's like this little dinosaur lady and she's really funny and cute. Uh, she loves anime. She's a big nerd. She's nice. fantastic. Um, but basically, you find out that these two are friends. Um, and they have been friends for a really long time. They met in a garbage dump, which I really appreciate. I mean, that's as the well. best place to meet people, isn't it? Really? It's how we met. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's not. But I, I want to change the, the way our friendship is. We met in a garbage dump. That's yeah. that's that's our that's canon that's now. That's our new story. <laughs> we met in a garbage dump. It's how we... And they hang out there and you kind of get the sense that they're friends. And you they call each other everyone has phones in the underworld and they call you sometimes um i'm not explaining this very well i understand this. i know it's a crazy game it's on my list to play I've, yeah. I've heard things it's difficult to explain but essentially this couple is very well written i think undertale does a lot of really well written people and a lot of the time what you're doing is getting people to have relationships with each other and like talk to each other not in a romantic way but this is one of the romantic ones and you can set them up on a date, which is really cute. Because as you get to the end of the thing, they kind of realize, well, one of them says like, oh, I really like this one. I think it's, and Diane says, oh, can you give me this, give this letter to Alfie's? I want her to know that I like her and we want to go on a date. And you give the letter and then she thinks that you, the little human wants to date her. So you go on this like fake date in the garbage dump, by the way, that's where she takes you. She's like, I know the best place to take everyone. <laughs> so there you go. Anyway. I think the way that they're written, like, they kind of act like they don't really like the same stuff, but they really care for each other. And it's a really weird, but well-written and very real relationship. And I think it's nice that you get to see it kind of grow because you understand, I think, that they're very good friends beforehand. And it just kind of developed for both of them, but they don't quite want to ruin their friendship. So yeah. you've kind of got that converse, little snippets of conversation. I also like uh, a lot of Undertale is just having conversations with people and just kind of really reading and really listening to what I they're like saying that, yeah. and then answering and you pick up on these relationships like you could totally miss it and you could not understand that that's what they're going for but if you really want to chase like a thread you can and you can kind of follow that um and you get to watch their date and it's really funny and really cute i would recommend trying to find it if you have finished the game and maybe you didn't get that route or maybe you didn't like unlock mm. this well now i know to, when i play it because it's definitely on my list that i will do that route don't so murder people i will try really not to good. it's difficult it is difficult. i struggle on a I daily basis you won't <laughs> 
I think you'll struggle not to murder people on your first go. But okay. You could. It's quite. If a only short tips. Game. Let me know. <laughs> no, just, just, just. Don't stab people. Yeah, really, I guess. You know, if someone says something, just don't stab them in the face. I'll try and be do. as passive as possible. Yeah, just calm and serene. Float around. Calm. You know, like in The Simpsons when uh, when Mr. Burns becomes <gasps> I really love yeah. that guy. Just I mean, be that guy. That's goals anyway. Yeah. So happy. I breathe in peace. <laughs> It's fantastic. Um, I ha- I know I have kind of rushed through that and kind of been crazy about it, but it's difficult to talk about, I always think, um, with Undertale without giving too much away. And also because it's so meta and there's so many weird things that happen. And But it's just, it's a really good game and it's a really nice relationship to read and learn with mm. and stuff. Um, and like I said, it's one of the only like LGBTQ like plus yeah. relationships in video games that I can name off the top of my head. Um, from games I've played. There are probably Armour games that I've just not played or been subject to, but it's rare that you get to see one that feels so real and isn't just like, I think like a little bit like Mass Effect where you just get shipped people together and yeah. it's like this overly sexual kind of thing. Yeah. It's a little bit more like, this is a re- normal relationship to have. And it's again, it's like observing a relationship that's happening around you kind of thing. Yeah, like, it's not something that you yeah. have too much of a part in. Like you're helping yeah. them to get together at point, but even if you didn't get that route, you'd still kind of see that they have something going on, which is nice. Which I like. I think it adds more depth to a game when that happens mm. because it just makes it seem like, you know, you're not the only thing that's going on. There's yeah. other people smashing. Exactly. <laughs> oh, the way that you put that. I couldn't, I couldn't think of another word other than smashing. <laughs> I think banging would have probably been fine. But I, I like love you how you like... N- Nigel Thornberry with it. Smashing. <laughs> so good yeah um yeah facts i did manage to find more fact that related to both of them for the same thing but it doesn't really have to do with the relationship that's so fine. what it is is it's probably better than my severe chin when... fact <laughs> i mean that's my favorite thing now um when attempting to name your human so like when you put your name in you can put undyne or you could, if you try and put undyne's name the lead character who's trying to kill you it you get the response of Get your own name, and it won't let you enter. Fair enough. That's very good. Um, however, when then trying to put in Alfie's name, the response comes: D- "Don't, please, don't do that." Like, because mm. she's very shy and she's very like timid, little, yeah. like quiet nerd, uh, and it won't let you use the name. However, if you put in Alf without the S, so like Alfie without Alfie's, um, you get a confused okay and you're allowed to do it so it's kind of very much like her which uh, is kind of why i'm trying to describe it's like there's lots of bits where you get personality from the characters and just from like these weird Mm. text things like no voice acting it's just like yeah a bunch of reading um but it's fantastic and um that's my number two nice that's it for my list i mean there are ones on my number one yeah what have you put there I feel like I'm a lot interested of to know. a lot of people are going to disagree with this, mm. and I don't blame you. You might disagree with this. There will be a lot of angry people out there, which is why I was worried that I won because <laughs> I was like, after researching it, I was like, God, a lot of people do not want these people to be together, and that is Link and Zelda. Oh, interesting. I wondered mm. if we were going to talk about the big two couples that I could think of, which was Zelda and Mario and Peach with the other one. I put them in because I just feel that not many relationships span across time in different dimensions forever. It's true. Like, there is nothing where, you know, these two people are basically getting resurrected and reborn to constantly be kind of thrown together. 
And I just thought it was, you know, I couldn't know how the was number one, but I do now understand that it's a lot more complex than I initially realized. Yeah, I guess for me, sometimes they seem like a couple, mm-hmm. sometimes they really don't. Yeah. I think the reason why I picked them is just because I feel like fate is like a big thing. Mm. And I feel like even if you don't ship them at all and you don't agree with them being together, like that's fine, but you can't kind of deny that fate kind of wants them to be together um because you know he's like the hero and she's the princess and although she's not always being saved like there is sort of fate always getting them to be together yeah and they're always destined to meet and i i think as well in some games obviously they're not necessarily necessarily seeming like romantic i think you see what you want to see and for me Mm. growing up i always thought link and zelda like they're a couple like they're destined to be together it was always kind of implied whether or not he had some bitches on the side like malin or whatever and i think those bitches always wanted link yeah link never really did much for them other than zelda zelda was the one he went for i call them bitches i don't want to degrade them i love them people like midna malinite they think they're fucking great and sarah she's great but they do all throw themselves they all seem to still be like i still see them as like a side a side thing side hustle you know no one's as good as zelda yeah um but admittedly like there is complications in some of the games like in breath of the wild we basically learned that zelda resented link for quite a while Mm. um because he was basically like the chosen one he was talented and she kind of didn't really have much going on for her yeah she did but she didn't see that she had a lot going on for her she felt pretty pretty powerless pretty like a damsel in distress which is exactly what she didn't want yeah exactly and i think she thought he was quite arrogant because he was quite quiet which link is always freaking quiet he never fucking does anything yeah um but they like they obviously become sort of friends and then they kind of it's hinted that there is like a romantic thing there but it's never really confirmed which is why people are gonna come for me yeah i think (laughs) the only one i can ever think of where it's almost confirmed Mm. is skyward sword yes that's like the only one where they feel most like a couple and not just like guys together especially yeah. if you think about things like wind waker and stuff where it's like terrible well, and she wants nothing to do with it that's it so i was gonna say that that's one of my facts because i don't really have facts it's more just like information but mm. um basically link and tetra obviously tetra and zelda do not end up together after wind waker and that's like confirmed in the later games that follow on and it's like set that you know those two are like not romantically involved but the thing is in that, in my opinion, they're children. So I'm like, yeah, it's true. It's fine. <laughs> Two link no is essentially child link. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I'm like, that's fine. That doesn't mean that it's not like that they're not ever going to be together. It just means that they're not in that because he's basically child link. Yeah, they're basically he's a child. Child-y. Everyone, <laughs> stop shipping children. Yeah, um, but yeah, I I just think that there's just always this thing about them being together, especially in Ocarina mm. of Time. Like I just sense it, even though they knew each other as kids, the way they grew up, I just it's just it seems it to feels. be destined that way. Yeah. Whether people like it or not, whether they seem romantic or not, it doesn't need to seem romantic. It still may be romantic. You can project what you want on Lincoln Zelda. <laughs> That's what you've done. <laughs> no, I agree. I think I'm the same. I think I've always seen them as depending on the game, to be fair, but like we were saying, like children or not, it's like that. Yeah, that's the vibe that you get from their relationship. Yeah, um, and especially when you throw things like fated together, like well, that's it. Like they're literally there is no more two people that are like apart from Mario and Peach, maybe. But then things like thing about like reincarnation and stuff. Like that's another one of my facts is that um, apparently because Zelda timelines confusing, mm-hmm. but apparently every single Zelda is connected to the first Zelda, and she like embodies the soul 
of Zelda through like every one of the cycles. Yeah. But apparently Link is not. He's just like he's just his spirit reincarnating as opposed to his soul. Okay. Confusing. Don't really get it. I guess. But... Yeah. So Zelda is always Zelda, but Link yeah. is just uh, the hero of time. But yeah. time is always changing, right? Yeah. In, in that thing, it's a bit like. I think my favorite thing for the timeline you've ever shown me is that one where they basically explain it like Doc Brown from <laughs> Back to the Future. Yeah. You can find it on YouTube and it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just always have that that vision mm. of the timeline splitting mm. here and here and here and there are different versions and different yeah. timelines and different versions. I just think make. there's no greater couple that is literally within the strands of time has to be together. Like, mm. that's fine. I mean, maybe they don't want to be, but tough shit, guys. <laughs> This is life. <laughs> it's true. The giant owl has spoken, who I feel like yeah. is in charge of all. Yeah. So, you know, and I, I just, I think they were like my first, like, ever kind of like shipped couple from when I was young because it was like Zelda and Link or Karina of Time. Like, yeah. it was just this beautiful story of just, you know, she's a badass towards the end because she's like, she, uh, spoiler, and he's, you know, a badass. And to be fair, I don't really know what ever happens to them after the games, but I hope that they live happily ever after. Who knows? Probably not, because Ganon always comes back. So, um, <laughs> but that doesn't matter because it's my thoughts. Yeah, it's what I want to happen. That's your your things. I like it. I like your things. Yeah, I'm happy with it. <laughs> okay. I'm glad that you've gone with that over like we were saying, like Mary and Peach, who yeah. I just don't think are a very good couple at all. Oh God, no, I wouldn't. Pick I mean, them. I know there's a reason she gets keep, like kidnapped by Bowser. She loves it. She wants that turtle. <laughs> oh God, this is a dark turn. <laughs> We shouldn't glorify that. <laughs> she wants that turtle man. Um, there is some weird internet stuff on that. I bet there is. Porn. <laughs> I like that you had to say the word. Like, yeah, your hint wasn't enough. You had no idea what we were talking about. Um, moving on to a fact. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I derailed. <laughs> I'm getting us Zelda, away from Zelda. Mario porn. And that is that um, Link is actually really short. Yep. <laughs> Apparently, there's no single Link that really towers over Zelda. And in every single game, he's always been like a bit shorter. That's true, actually. He's always like... I don't know for sure. I haven't Link. tested it, but that's just what the internet says. Well, I, I mean, I'm just going on my vague memories mm. recently of watching or playing, sorry, like Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And he's about the same height, yeah. if not shorter Apparently, he's always like shorter than her. So he's a short guy, but that's okay. I mean, people like children. He gets the girl, so yeah. who gives a fuck? He does a lot. That blonde locks. Yeah. That's that's it. That's it. That's, that's the my end. number one. Why is this has been a short, quick episode, but... That's what happens when you cut us down to six entries. I've got a couple of backups, though, and Me I want to mention... Yeah. Oh, sorry, honourable mentions. I so, honourable mentions, mm. go forth. Um, my first one would be Chloe and Rachel Amber. Mm-hmm. I loved their relationship. I thought it was really sweet. I know that it's kind of optional. I don't think that it has to be romantic. So I wasn't sure about putting it in. Yeah. Because I was like, hmm. And the other ones just kind of took over. Also, Chrono and Marl from Chrono Trigger. They're oh, okay. a good couple. Mm-hmm. And my other one was um, George Stobart and Nicole. Clark. I wondered if you were going to mention these guys. I was going to until I actually researched their relationship and I realized it was much more toxic than Nathan oh. and Melanie's. <laughs> They broke up way more and had way more problems. And I was like, do you know what? These are- I love these two. Yeah. But just it's not really working yeah, out. It's not, it's not for you. It's not, <laughs> no. it's not, so, yeah, it's that's, that's my go. backups, really. I like it. It's What's good. Yours? Um, so, my backups slash my number one was mm. going to be Titus and Yuna from Final Fantasy X. 
I really like them. I thought that would be one of your so I'm shocked that it wasn't in your main one. Uh, well, I had it my number one, so I, oh, that was what I that said. was your number yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, <clears throat> and then I had Elaine and Guybrush from Monkey Island Again, series. Assumed that would be really like them. Again, they're a bit of a strange couple. Like they get married after the first one, but they're hardly ever together. Like they're really great and they're really funny. But Guybrush, like at one point, turns her into gold, and it's just a terrible time. Um, <laughs> and. Um, I also had Geralt and Yennefer. Sorry, Tris, but I'm a Yennefer lady. Well, I wanted to put them in, but I'm currently playing The Witcher 3 at the moment, so I haven't got there yet, but I agree Yennefer all the way. Yeah, I think they've got more history than Tris and her, like you can see. And she just, like, she treats Geralt like he's a normal human. He's not like this crazy Witcher cool guy. Like, she's like, no, you're a man and you will bow to my will i don't know he she humanizes him a little bit more i always think um she's great um and oh there was someone else uh i think that's it that's i can't think i can't think who my extra one was um they've been lost to the thoughts of time that's fine but that's it that's it that's the end of our happy valentine's day (laughs) yeah we didn't even say this was about valentine's day well it's it's not when this comes out it's not actually valentine's day it's valentine's day and like four days after this or five days after this but yeah have a good valentine's day or if you don't celebrate valentine's day have yeah, a good i mean whatever day have a good day galentine's day <laughs> i've yeah. celebrated galentine's day with you petentine's day cat and tie dog and tie, i don't know anything day yeah bake a pizza pizza day <laughs> <laughs> do whatever you want that makes yeah. you happy just have a have a day have a treat you yourself day. yeah exactly it's a good day um so we've uh we've spoke for a while if you'd like what you've heard you can follow us on twitter at instagram at what nikki game to five or you can fill it out nikki individually uh, out on twitter and instagram at elite cat with two e's uh we are also needing itunes stuff so please if give us a review it, review us all right guys. please we'd love it do we have anything else? I always forget yes, we have other we do. things. We have a link tree in Twitter now. So if you want to join our Discord, there's an invite on there to join our Discord. Have a chat, talk about stuff, talk about what your top five would have been and we'll react to that. Yeah, we always like hearing actual other people's top five yeah. so they're interesting. Because it's just, you know, we don't get enough information mm-hmm. because she, you know, it's just, it's just, we need more. So give us more. I'm not enough. Um, I'm still trying to stream. I don't do that that much. But you can follow us on Twitch if you like. Game Top 5 and Elite Cat. And... Look at our Patreon. Decide if you want to join it. We're going to be doing more stuff in the future. Yeah. Um, more bonus stuff and things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, cool. that's everything from us. We're going to go eat some cake and drink some more wine. Yeah. It's going to be a cool. good time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>